Did you Google water songs? Did you just repeat what I said off air, you jerk? I love it. Oh, that's a great song, too. So uh, we're having an interview right now with uh, uh, Matt Posner. He is the um, uh, executive director of the uh, per- Pensacola and Perdido Bay Estuary Program. Uh, Matt, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you doing? Good morning. So there's a. this is something that we're going to start with basics here, because I love that you guys have the uh, estuary101.com as the website that you've launched, and it's a good educational resource for people because if you had asked me, I don't know, a year ago, probably. What's an estuary? I would have been like, that's a hard word to say. (laughs) That's what I know. So I'm going to let you do the defining. For people who do not know, what's an estuary? That's a great question, Andrew, and that's one that we get so often we decided to dedicate a whole campaign towards it. So an estuary is really where the river meets the sea in, in the most basic of terms. So that is our inland waters, our bays, our sounds, our bayous. Uh, basically, anything that's in our protected, uh, protected inland waters is considered an estuary. And these estuaries are critical uh, areas for uh, not, not only our sport fishery, um, but really provide a significant amount of ecosystem services, whether it's uh, providing seagrass habitat or oyster habitat. Um, these areas are just super important to be able to sustain those fisheries that we so often uh, enjoy being able to go out and you know, fish for uh, red snapper or trout, or you know, pick your pick your favorite species to, to fish for. And so, for people again, because I feel like you know, it's the kind of stuff that maybe some people think, God, everybody knows this, and yet I know people. Okay, <laughs> and it's just not true that everybody knows this. Um, the difference between an estuary and say a watershed, which is again a word that I think a lot of people know exactly what that is, and a lot of people are like, Yeah, you know, I've seen that word. What does that mean? Right. So while the estuary may be uh, defined as the area where the river meets the sea, the watershed really focuses on that whole drainage area that that funnels into an estuary. Uh, and so in the case of the Pensacola and Perdido Bay's estuary, we have a, a watershed size of around 8,000 square miles. Uh, actually, the Pensacola Bay watershed uh, starts uh, just in Montgomery County, just outside the city of Montgomery in Alabama. So we're talking about a significant area that we're talking about of water being picked up, uh, draining down into the Escambia River or the Yellow River or the Blackwater River uh, before it makes its way down into the Escambia Bay, Pensacola Bay, and then ultimately the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, so essentially everything that happens on land impacts our estuaries. And so that's really why we try to work uh, across, uh, across and use both of those terms that we can't just focus down here in Pensacola, down in the estuary, but we have to work across that whole watershed scale make improvements in water quality and habitat. And so thinking about, you know, water quality, thinking about fisheries, thinking about oysters, thinking about all of the things that are true of an estuary requires you to back up and think about all the things that are true in the watershed and how that's affecting that. Because, you know, if, if for example, you could go through today with a giant filter, you know, and theoretically, and just clean out all of the gunk and mess and whatever is in the estuary, well, some of that would do good work, obviously, because it's there from 30, 40, 60 years ago, maybe. But within a certain amount of time, the watershed would replenish all the whatever. <laughs> and so if you don't solve the watershed issues, you ultimately can't really solve the estuary issues, right? That's exactly right, Andrew. It's, it's, an, ongoing, it's an ongoing effort. Uh, and so while there may be uh, some legacy uh, um, pollution from the past, 
Um, there continues to be inputs from uh, sanitary sewer or septic systems. Uh, stormwater is one of the biggest inputs. So everything that happens uh, in terms of, of when you're driving, if you're leaking oil and, oil and grease from your vehicle or you have wear on your tires, or whether you've, you're a property owner that um, is maybe applying fertilizer that, that, you know, we get a big rainstorm and it runs right out into the bayou and ultimately into the bay. Those sorts of things have an impact on our water quality. And that's really what we're focusing on with this Estuary 101 campaign is trying to provide some tips and tricks uh, to individuals, property owners, uh, the businesses on what they can do uh, to have an impact on improving the conditions in our base systems. So that way we'll make sure that we have a, a healthy sustainable and thriving uh, estuary for, for generations to come. No, it's great stuff. We're talking to Matt Posner. He is the uh, head of the Pensacola and Purdue Bay Estuary Program. You've heard that in the news for getting federal designation lately. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, let's come. Let's hang on for him for just a second and get Canyon here with Traffic on the Fives. And uh, we're not showing any accidents or slowdowns. Not yet. Lillian, Blue Angel, looking just fine. 98 is clear from Navarre to Gulf Breeze into Pensacola, Three Mile Bridge. Also, not showing any delays. If you have any traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Matt Posner. So, so Matt, you know, there's been a long, like decades long campaign to get people to think about, for example, you know, what happens when they flush a toilet or what happens when they throw something in the garbage or what happens when they recycle as opposed to throwing something in the garbage or all of that kind of stuff and the sort of the chain of custody after your house for things. But there probably hasn't been nearly enough done to educate people on estuary impact issues. Like, for example, you know, if you wash your car, and then the water runoff from that goes into the storm drain, and the storm drain goes into the Carpenter's Creek, and Carpenter's Creek flows into the bay, and then that's the bay meets the uh, you know the Gulf. That's an estuary activity. Or if you have a septic system that overflows, or you have a big rain event that pushes that, or you have fertilizer on the lawn that pushes it, or you know, like all of that stuff is all what you're trying to get people to see is that you know plastic bags that blow into the storm drain. That's estuary issues, right? Absolutely. That's that's one thing where those you know, individual actions or, or issues may not seem uh, like a lot, uh, but those uh, impacts cumulatively have have a big impact on on the health and resilience of, of our estuaries. And so, uh, a lot of those issues, for example, uh, such as um, you know may, maybe a, a broken or um, impacted uh, sewer line on, on your property, uh, can have a tremendous impact on overwhelming the sanitary sewer uh, infrastructure, and that can cause the sanitary sewer overflow, resulting in um, um, you know, waste getting in, into our surface waters. It's those sorts of things that we're trying to prevent, work with our partners not only at the jurisdictional and utility level, but now really be able to, to work with uh, individual members of the community, whether they're residents or whether they're visitors, uh, to make sure that we kind of bring this to the surface to say, hey, you know, here's what you can do on your property or here's what you can do, you know, on, on your um, as part of your business to help improve the conditions that we have because there's only so much that, that um, the local governments are able to do within, within their jurisdiction. It really is kind of a public-private um, partnership and effort to be able to improve our conditions. In, in the Pensacola and Purdue Bay region. And, you know, the the importance of estuary uh, management and just thinking about how to keep the estuary functioning properly is things like, you know, the oyster, the impact of runoff of dirt clouding up the water. So the, you know, the things that live in the bays, for example, can't live in the bays or don't do as well. But also things like, 
We have an extremely high rainfall here in Pensacola, higher, uh, one of the highest in the nation. It was something that kind of surprised us when we were moving here. And the reason that's relevant is because that means you have a constant, a higher than average uh, influence of rain and where the rain flows and what it flows across influencing our estuaries. It's, you know, so what we do on land matters even more here in Pensacola than it might in other places uh, because of that. Now, um, recently, you guys have been working on this push to get this uh, designation. And why is that important? Yeah, it's it's something that uh, will really be a transformational effort uh, for our region once it's all said and done. Um, we should have said from the beginning that the Pensacola and Prudhoe Bay Estuary Program is a locally based program, uh, but based on um, a U.S. Environmental Protection Agency model, National Estuary Program, that was originated back in the late 1980s. Uh, there have been no new national estuary programs created in 28 years at this point. It's, it's been a, a long time. Uh, since since around 1995, um, we've been pushing for going on the last two years to become that first new national estuary program in 28 years. Uh, we would become the 29th program uh, to receive that congressional designation, that designation from U.S. Uh, EPA. With that would come substantial funding to our area and to our program, uh, and that also kind of pr- puts us in um, – uh, an exclusive class of, of grant opportunities that we otherwise wouldn't be eligible for. And so when we're talking about water quality improvement, when we're talking about habitat and coastal resilience, those sorts of things we're able to advance with this designation uh, and be able to leverage um, significant funds uh, from the federal government in addition to state and local um, opportunities that are already available. So it really is a, a funding opportunity side of things to make sure that our region um, kind of goes to that uh, estuary is a national significance uh, designation that it truly deserves. Well, it's good work. It's an important program. The website that was just launched is estuary101.com, E-S-T-U-A-R-Y 101, the numbers.com. Matt Posner is the executive director of the Pensacola and Perdido Bay Estuary Program. Matt, good information. Thank you for teaching us a little bit about this, and thanks for the uh, the work that you and your folks are doing. And, I, you know, I think Grover's working with you now. Um, so it's good to have you guys doing this work to make sure that our water quality is what it should be, sir. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it.